everyone, welcome back to another episode of... Explain it slow. L. Slowly. Why? Lee, slowly. 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 Okay. Do you want to hijack today's show? Sure. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> what does the term hijack mean? It means to steal. Yeah, but why, why is it like a high five with Jack? Like, I, say your name is Jack, and I'm, like, anyway. holding up my hand, and I'm, like, okay. hi, Jack. <laughs> okay, I regret that 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 proposal. Whatever. Anyway, I have a question for you. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, you like to play video games. Uh-huh. Uh-oh. <laughs> so, I want to, in, um, I don't particularly care for video games. But I do see that you enjoy it quite a lot. And sometimes you even watch people play video games. Mm -hmm. And you really enjoy watching people play more than sometimes playing it yourself. Mm -hmm. So why do people like watching other people play video games? No, but uh, no, that's just, that's just, I'm just giving the audience the, who you are as in game player. Yeah. Okay. So let's talk Zelda. (laughs) <laughs> Why do you like Zelda so much? The Legend of Zelda. The Legend of Zelda. So why do I like this series of games so much? Uh, I would say it harpens back to my childhood where I was a little boy um, Le- that found The Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time too hard to play. Uh, so I would always like watching other people play on my Nintendo 64 because I didn't understand like how to actually like You could it. watch people play on the Nintendo 64? Yes, you invite people over. Oh. And they grab the controller and start playing. I was like, was YouTube even a thing at that time? No, it was not. Was there like any online platform that you could There watch? was TV. There's yeah, uh, and dial-up. Um, but uh, I would I would enjoy watching other people play my game uh, because it, I found it too complicated like I was just too young. Um, but I really enjoyed it for whatever reason. Uh, and I guess because of that, it became something that I myself wanted to be able to like play, if that makes any sense. Mm-hmm. So because it was like the first complicated thing, I, I, I like made it an endeavor of mine to like eventually be able to do on my own as like a goal. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's probably why I enjoy it so much. So uh i started off uh but i mean like what is so great about zelda that everyone who plays video why is everyone else fanatic about it yeah like what 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 is so great about zelda that everyone loves it who plays video games Mm -hmm. okay so uh going back a little uh the first zelda was probably one of the first video games that the general population could uh get like outside of computer games that encouraged exploration like it was in just a few colors but it still didn't really give you instructions like it didn't tell you oh as as the player you need to do this then you need to do that uh it more or less let you, left you to your own devices to explore this land of hyrule uh and it's like someone's named roll and someone says hi roll <laughs> like hi <that>. jack <laughs> <laughs> Bad puns aside. Um, So, uh, up high, down low rule. Okay, (laughs) anyway. Why why uh, do you like Zelda so much? So, it encourages you to explore and to uh, get that adventure spirit 
where you don't really know where you're going, but you're meeting objectives and you're uh, uh, you're defeating the final uh, baddie that is um, like holding the princess captive or something. I don't even know if that's the actual. Did um, the first Zelda have a princess that you have to rescue? I'm not even sure. I don't think they. <laughs> I don't think it did. Uh, it just had like a piece of a Triforce that you needed to complete, and then you go defeat Ganon or something. Um, I've I've honestly never played through the entire thing. I played like bits and pieces of the beginning, and I'm like, this is impossible. Like you die within ten minutes uh, if you're not well versed in the game, uh, and like that's probably what happened to a lot of people. Like you die constantly, uh, and back then there was no save. Like you turned off your console. That was mm. that was it. You start off from the beginning. Um, so super simple. When you say back then, back then, when was that? I... Because I, I, I'm sure during our childhood, like, video games have saving and stuff. Yes. Uh, (laughs) so I would say this is probably in the mid to late 80s. Probably late 80s. You weren't even born. I was not even born. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. Like, this is before my time. Uh, there were a few other Zeldas since then, but... Uh, the one that probably was the most polished up until that point was A Link to the Past. I think that was what it's called. Uh, basically, it's the same framework where you are uh, just someone thrown into a world and you need to go save the kingdom or something. Um, but it had a lot more polish. The graphics were way better. Uh, this was for the Super Nintendo, the next generation. Uh, you had more than a few colors. Uh, so you actually had palettes and textures and stuff like that. Um, you had dialogue that was more than two lines of text, uh, and you had story. And I think it has all the right elements to kind of make you feel like exploring this world and learning about it uh, at, again, your own pace. Like, you are left to your own devices to kind of go uh, save the kingdom, uh, and the order in which you want to go ahead and do this is scripted to a certain degree, but it makes you feel tremendously smart to figure it out. Um, And I think that's the key piece of Zelda games that uh, people may not realize that's the reason why they really like them, is it makes you feel really smart for figuring it out. Even though they are holding your hand through that process, they are dropping you hints. Um, So you end up, like having played those early Zelda games, you end up talking to everyone because everyone might have a little hint in their dialogue. Like nothing, no stern, no stone left unturned. Literally, if you see a stone, you pick it up, you try to break it, there's going to be a rupee under there. You don't know. Uh, it might be something insignificant, it might be something more significant. You might just need 40 rupees to get your shield to go to the next step. Um, so you're going to go ahead and look for everything. Um, and that's something that the game encourages. This was followed up by uh, Ocarina of Time, I would say, which was one of the first games that did this in three dimensions. So it explored you navigating a 3D space, like as a little kid walking around um, and swinging a sword and going, yeah, yeah, uh, kind of thing. Um, And that was the game that I like essentially fell in love with because it was fun to watch. Like you have a character that's actually moving. It's not this little sprite on the screen. Um, and they are defeating things, and they're getting hurt, and they're rising to these tough challenges. Um, And even though I was too young to kind of do them, I was ecstatic about watching it, because it was like this big big story. There's this legend. There are these uh, goddesses that did something or whatever. There's like a whole whole backstory to it 
Um, and little by little, this world of Hyrule that Zelda and Link and Ganon and the King and all those people are part of, it had more and more details added to it. And that just helped over time as more and more games come out for more and more people to get and get glued into that uh, story, just like any story, really. Like, why do we like reading or why do we like hearing about fiction is because we get to add more and more to the story every time. And at this point, Zelda has a significant amount of backstory to the point where there are uh, tons of YouTube channels that are dedicated to the lore and uh, the happenings within this kingdom and like where might the next game take it and all that. So I would say that's probably the reason why everyone is fanatic about the series, The Legend of Zelda. Um, because every game is, uh, again, well-crafted, like going back to our previous episode, go listen to episode 46. I don't know. Uh, we had an episode that we just recorded whenever this comes out, it came out previous to this one. Um, and we talked about what makes good app design, right? Oh, okay. You didn't even remember. We recorded this like 10 minutes ago. What are you talking about? Don't tell people how we do things. (laughs) Our secrets. Our secrets. Um, but like going back to that episode, uh, the legend of Zelda is an extremely polished game. You're probably not going to run into any major glitches or stuff like that on your own, though there are tons of glitches and that's like super fascinating on its own. Right. Uh, but, uh, just as a game that you're going to play, it's going to make you feel smart about solving the puzzles that it gives out. And they're not necessarily hard puzzles, like outside of being a six year old or whatever, uh, you can go at, you are encouraged to solve them and to feel really good about solving them and to get the key item that's going to help you progress to the next area. Um, and it does that super well, followed with a very good story that I don't, I wouldn't say the story is super in depth. It's like fairly yeah, I was simple. Like, is the story uh, there's a princess, good? she gets kidnapped, you need to save her. Yeah. That's like half of them. Uh, and there's small variations on that. Um, but because the story is detailed, even though it's a simple story, there are details to it, you end up being curious about the details as you're on this adventure, right? You end up piecing together the clues and coming to the conclusion that the that the game will lead you to. Uh, and it's that, it's the, it's, what's that saying? Where it's like the, it's the adventure along the way, not the result. It's the process, not the end, end but the result. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, said better by Lynn. Um, so, uh, I think that's what makes Zelda, the Legend of Zelda as oh, a series. It's the journey. It's the journey, not the blah, blah, blah. Um, <laughs> so... Uh, that said, like, once upon a time, like, I would say years ago at this point, uh, Lynn got me a 3DS, and she got me the Zelda-themed one, yes. It was a Zelda-themed 3DS. Anyways, it came with, uh... Now your aunt, your aunt didn't get you that? I got it? I don't know. I don't Uh, remember. It came, uh, we got the... Why aren't you playing it then, Because I I played it. it. Um, (laughs) we got the game A Link Between Worlds, I think it was called. Um, this is the one where he goes on walls. And you were watching me play it, and you wanted to play as well, and you had a fairly fun time at sure. that. Sure. So uh, sure. these are memories she's long forgotten. Yep. Um, so <laughs> there goes my attempt to bring in another perspective. Bring it in anyway. No, this is your perspective oh, I'm trying to bring in. Oh, my perspective. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't think you remember it. No, I don't. I, I really don't. I mean, I've seen you play 
mm-hmm. Zelda every time it comes out or every time there's a new game. I'm just not too interested in it. Mm-hmm. I would say, like... The reason I really want Lynn to play The Legend of Zelda is because it makes you very good at... Uh, spatial spati- recognition. Spatial recognition and like internal mapping because you have to remember where stuff is. It's <laughs> it very easy to get lost uh, in a Zelda game. I think that's uh, Despite the-, the maps not being very large, like you do need to have some internal um, recognition of like where stuff is. I think that's the reason why I don't like playing it is because it's just... It pushes you to the limit. And, no, it's just an endless puzzle puzzle that doesn't get anywhere it's just you roaming around with no purpose in a way i i guess the purpose is to save the kingdom save the kingdom but it's too big of a purpose i say Mm -hmm. and there's no and there's no immediate or short task it's just endless roaming and needing to remember where things are i think that's what i don't that's why I don't, I'm not really into it. Mm-hmm. I would say that's very true of Breath of the Wild, which is the latest Zelda game that came out. Yeah. Uh, it very much went back to its roots of like the first Zelda where there is no goal. Like mm-hmm. there's a goal, but there's no intermediate like set of events that yeah. are laid out to you in a super clear way. In fact, you're encouraged to abandon that and just go in whichever way direction that you want. Right. And the um, only one that I was actually introduced to was Breath of the yeah, Wild. Yeah, so when that one came out, I took a two week, two weeks of vacation uh, and I did nothing but play that. So that's probably what Lynn is, uh, has most vividly in her, in her memories of like what Zelda is, is me mm-hmm. playing that game. Uh, and uh like for instance that game was brilliant in that it allowed you it unshackled you uh from needing to follow a specific path but as someone who didn't necessarily who wasn't ever felt shackled by the path that every zelda game got like more and more shackled as it built up to that like i understand not necessarily seeing that point of view and Mm -hmm. it just being like i don't know what to do exactly um like it's it's too freeing um so uh, you would probably enjoy playing uh, A Link to the Past, for instance, which does have some of those elements, but it also has the hand-holding. Like, it says, okay, we need to do this next. Right. Um, it's not super complicated to learn how to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, like, it does require a bare minimum amount of skill that you do improve at as you play the game. Like, it, it leads you down that path. Right. And often... Mo- often games have levels that you mm-hmm. complete. You know, you, there's a goal in each... At each step that you complete to get to the ultimate goal. But mm-hmm. in Breath of the Wild, you're just... Here's this vast... Yeah, go find the levels. Yeah. They're there somewhere. Yeah, go go and do whatever you want to do. Enjoy the view and mm-hmm. the Which the I did. Like, was... when I was playing that for two weeks, living in LA, which is a forest of buildings. Um, <laughs> the, the, I remember, like, a few days later, we needed to go grocery shopping or whatever. And we exited out of the room. And I'm like... Wow, that game really is gorgeous compared to <laughs> the five, the Interstate Five South, <laughs> just, just like concrete. Yeah. So, I I would say yeah, if you were to play probably a Link to the Past or um, probably as a starting point, that would probably be a good one um, because it does give you the all those elements: the story, uh, the intrigue, uh, the adventure, uh, and the beating of the baddie at the end. Um, and like, it leads you through that. And once, once you enjoy that, then you go to the next game and now it's in 3d and you do that in a different way. Um, and that's what 
always keeps it interesting. So uh, as soon as the Breath of the Wild 2 is coming out, which is sometime in 2022, uh, then I am going to take another two weeks off and do nothing but play that um, because I'm looking forward to it because it's guaranteed to be a good time, as they say. Also, I haven't played video games for like a year. Um, <laughs> so I'm I'm going to definitely veg out with that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, as much as me not really into Zelda, the video game itself, mm-hmm. I do like Zelda everything else. <laughs> yes. I do like everything else Zelda. We got like Zelda lamps. We got little Ruby lamps. We got like... <laughs> The reason our house is very, 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 very Zelda themed is probably not, it's not my fault. It is because of me, because Lynn wants to make me happy to a certain extent. But uh, I encouraged it. But I'm she, like, she is the one who encouraged it. I, I will yeah. <laughs> definitely acknowledge that. I'm like, I found the Zelda thing. Do you want it? And of course, if, if it's Zelda, Dimitri will say yes. So anything Zelda things that I find for the house, he's like, yes, get them. Like yeah. there's little Triforce plushies in the corner of this room. Yeah. Like, how can I say no? Yeah. We have three bathrooms. Of course, they're nicknamed the Bathroom of Power, the Bathroom yeah. of Courage, and the Bathroom of Wisdom. With their color themes and their their mat. Matching cord- rupees. M- matching rupees and their co- color-coordinated mat- bath mats. <laughs> yeah, we're not crazy. We're just enthusiastic about anything but the game. I'm just kidding. To elaborate, the bathroom of wisdom is the one that's in our in our bedroom. That's the one with the shower. The bathroom of power is the one that's in that's the one with the the bathtub because Ganon uh, he needs to he needs to swell up those rehydrate uh, those rehi- those rehydrating uh, liquids because he's all shriveled up. So that's the bathroom of power. Uh, and then we have the bathroom of courage, which is where the kitten's litter box is. So you have to have lots of courage to go digging <laughs> for treasure in there. <laughs> Remind me again, what is the the whole story or meme behind the rehydrating Ganon? Okay, so Breath of the Wild 2, which is a game that has been in development for three years now? Since 2018. Um, is it that long? Yeah, it has been that long. It's not coming out for another year and a half. Uh, so Zelda games take a long time to make. Uh, either way, uh, this is a continuation of Breath of the Wild, where Ganondorf was not part of this this story. Ganon was, which is the beast that Ganondorf turns into. Oh. And that his malice was like what was threatening the kingdom. Oh. But there was no Ganon and there was no Ganondorf. Oh. So Breath of the Wild 2 expands on this and says somewhere deep in Hyrule, like there's a mummified Ganondorf and he's all mummified, shriveled up. Mm. Uh, and when that trailer came out of him like reanimating like a mummy and being all scary... Uh, a bunch of people were like, let's make some wholesome memes about that. So they had... Uh, Him in a bathtub? Uh, yeah, shriveled up Ganon, uh, Ganondorf. And he goes in bathtub and he gets all big and buff. <laughs> and now he's friends with like Link and Zelda because that's how people make wholesome content. Uh, and and yeah, so he, he was all shriveled up. So he needs to be in a bathtub to, re- to unshrivel, to prune up, I should okay. say. Okay. Well, I mean, the fact that they defeated him once, they're going to probably do it again. Or that he never, ever... Yes. Is he in every Zelda? No. So, Ganondorf was an addition in uh, Ocarina of Time. And basically, every time they make a Zelda game, they kind of go back a little and, like, add more to the story. And then go back a little. Uh, And this has continued until, like, 
Uh, Are they trying to link one new game to the previous game? Yeah, basically. So they start off with like the bare bones of a story, and then every game adds to that. So Zelda 2 came right after Zelda, uh, and then there was Zelda Link to the Past, which I think happened... I don't know when it happened. Um, Zelda Timeline. You look it up, it's complicated <laughs> uh anyways like we'll put some this is all nice and linear uh until uh ocarina of time came out and at which point they decide to retcon three different timelines into What's all retcon of this mean? meaning you change your addition your existing plans and you say oh it was like this all along um so they they went ahead and put ocarina of time at the beginning of all this and ocarina of time introduced ganondorf who would become ganon in the original game um or i don't think it's even ganon in the original game whatever uh complicated um but ganondorf came in he was a you he was the king to, of you're thieves you're supposed to know this by heart no it's too complicated <laughs> he is the king of thieves uh and uh he wanted to take over uh hyrule and he wanted lots of power and he got the power of the triforce of power yada 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 uh he got killed by link in one situation in the other situation he was left alone so he continued being powerful uh in the third situation he was killed before he ever uh got to power um so in the version that he was sealed by link he broke out of that seal got killed again and then that's like the end of one timeline and a different timeline he did not get killed again he continued whatever uh, all of these like weird timelines, they basically retconned all that into Breath of the Wild. They're like, we just want to take elements of everything. Like, don't blame us. It's too complicated to save. We're just gonna make a new game. It's gonna be inspired by the timeline of the Legend of Zelda, uh, and we're just gonna take it from there. So, there's no Ganondorf in the original Breath of the Wild and Breath of the Wild Two. There's a mummified Ganondorf, and that's that's where that comes from. As far as Link and Zelda, they're always uh, like reincarnated uh, along the way. Sometimes the game continues with the same one. Like Majora's Mask has the same Link. There's no Zelda in Majora's Mask. Like that's just the way it is. I don't even think in the first uh, Legend of Zelda there's a Zelda. Maybe at the end? I don't know. I'm assuming you probably saved someone. Uh, there was okay. not, too, not too much uh, story build up in that game. It came with, like, a map, and if you did not get the game with that map, you would probably be very confused, because it explained a lot of things on that map. So yeah, you should play one of the earlier Zelda games that are well-made, not the really early ones. Those are hard. I think I have played the the Ocarina Time, right? The one where they do the music. Oh, have you played, or did you just watch me play? I don't know. I knew like that the was Poma probably song. your first time. Like you never played 3D games before. No. Uh, you've only played like either 2D games or phone games. Yeah. So you had a lot of trouble with the joystick. I remember that. Like yeah. even just Mario Kart. <laughs> um. So we probably need to start earlier than that, where there's no like 3D ness. I to was it. poor. And it will probably be a lot, a lot easier. Um. I was a poor. You had a PlayStation child. with its demo games. Yeah, a PlayStation that I don't even know how we got, and the only thing we played were the demo games that came with uh, with the PlayStation. Never got any games, and that was it. So, there were a few games on that demo disc that I played constantly. And, of course, since it's a demo, there's only three levels. You, you go through three levels, and what do you do? You restart three levels. <laughs> 
<laughs> over and over and over again. But there was a skating board, uh, a snowboard one that I played all the time. And there was another one where it's sort of like an adventure game, kind of like how Zelda is, but it's where, but it's level though. Mm-hmm. And there's this little, the skeleton that has to go through dungeons and stuff like that, kill other skeletons, and then get to get out of the dungeon. And that was the game that the, the two ones that I always played. So, listeners, if you know what on earth demo CD Lynn had with her PlayStation 1, uh, <laughs> let us know. Uh, I think it was the PlayStation 1, right? The gray one with the circle? Yeah, with the circle in the middle. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. PlayStation 1 demo CD may may or may not have come with the system. We have no clue. Don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it just, it was there. Yeah. So, let us know. We'd love to hear. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Oh. Uh, I don't know if we should say this for another episode or not, but you should ask me one day about what makes glitches in The Legend of Zelda really cool. What makes glitches in The Legend of Zelda really little cool? <laughs> okay. <laughs> I guess we're making it to this episode. Uh, so, uh, The Legend of Zelda is a well-beloved Because there's, there's a lot of people on YouTube that are making videos that are like, doing some sort of weird combinations to skip ahead in the game right and yeah it's because of these glitches right yeah so it's a fun game to break let's put it that way um i think fairly early on there were some game breaking glitches that were uh discovered and these let you play the game in a non glitchy uh, way <laughs> no in a non-expected way like the developers did not program the game to be this uh for instance in ocarina of time the legend of zelda ocarina of time uh, you you had a full inventory of things that you were collecting along your adventure. Like you'd collect a sword and then you'd collect bottles and hookshot and things like that, right? Bow, uh, things to help you on your adventure. Uh, people figured out fairly quickly that once you get a bottle and if you collect bugs and you do a certain sequence of events, you can duplicate that bottle and therefore duplicate other items um, before you even get them. Uh, and this is manipulating like pieces of memory that... They weren't sure exactly how it worked until they figured it out little by little. Um, And that has opened up into uh, being able to write arbitrary code by angling Link in a certain direction uh, and pulling out items. Uh, And you can quite literally write code little by little this way uh, based on your file name and stuff like that. And they're able to do really wacky things with this, like finish the game in uh, a minimal amount of minutes um so this is a fairly large game if you were to play it uh through um so it's always fun to compare the hundred percent which takes several hours to the any percent which is done in a handful of minutes and it's always been getting smaller and smaller as the years go on and like new discoveries are being made so do you think that's the real reason why people like zelda nowadays is because they always want to look for glitches so that I would say that's... Because it, because it's more fun than the game itself. I would say that's probably a reason why Zelda remains relevant amongst all the people that have, like, played all of them. Like, it it opens up a new avenue to keep it interesting. Yeah. Um, another, another variation of this are things called ROM hacks, where uh, the ROM, read-only memory, is the game itself. That's their cartridge, right? So a ROM hack means that you write your own ROM... That's based off of an original game. It uses the engine, but you can have your own content in there. So some people have written their own Zelda game based off the original uh, Ocarina of Time, which was the first 3D one. So they made their own level and their own story. How do you do that? You would need some sort of software to read that ROM, right? To then be able to see how the code is 
is written that way you can rewrite the code right yeah so, so there's there's a certain amount of reverse engineering it helps that uh games from that time were very simple mm. uh so like you could piece together all the missing bits with enough dedication and time uh recently the source code for those very early games was leaked online so it's all available for anyone to see now uh so that has only sped up that process um but yeah so people just put a lot a lot of time into it but one such rom hack i want to call out to uh is the randomizers so randomizers basically say that every time you open up a treasure chest you're not going to get the original item that the developer put there you're going to get a random item every time you play with a new seed you're going to get a different thing in there um and what, that, what's a new seed so uh so you can't have a truly random thing on a nintendo 64 you can only have like a more or less random um so you use something called a seed to initialize a random number generator and the seed will kind of configure in a certain way so that way if you use the same seed you're always going to get the same results oh i, I okay yeah i get it okay so uh in a randomizer every chest will have been shuffled around so if you have 100 chests throughout the game uh, and there's like a specific item in each of them the randomizer will pre-prepare the game to have a different thing in each of those mm-hmm. so that way it keeps it interesting when it comes time to you wanting to play the game for the umpteenth time you would get a different uh, a different results out of it now these are easiest to play in emulators but people have like made cartridges that you can go and put in your original console if you still have one um and you can go ahead and play a, a new a shuffle of uh the original game call out to those i think i think that's what continues to make uh the legend of zelda an interesting series uh plus it makes buttloads of money for nintendo so yeah. um it's super popular and they that's... seem to encourage it too right they seem to encourage people to break their game and they don't in. discourage no. it so nintendo is a little uh a little litigious i should say uh with regard to people like copying or rebuilding uh the games but as long as those things don't get too popular they more or less ignore it i would say it's probably not the original developers it's just lawyers you like know? you're doing it in good faith you're not doing it to sabotage them right? yeah then they will ignore you yeah because if it was disney like they'll sue the wazoo <laughs> probably <laughs> right okay uh Last question. Uh-huh. What do you look forward to most in the new game? Ooh, in the new game. Uh, there's like this time unwinding mechanic that they're ad- adding. Uh, that seems fun. Uh, going up into the... Meaning you'll go back in time? Like kind of you, you, can, you can reverse time on like certain objects, it seems. So if you do it once, it doesn't work. You go back and redo it again? No. no. Like a boulder is falling. You can say, stop, boulder. And then the boulder will fall backwards uh, and kill okay. the enemies on the way back. That okay. seems fun. I don't know how it's going to be used. Uh, so there's that to look forward to. There's the turning into like a droplet and then going into the sky, into the sky islands and like, like crawling out of the ground. Okay. That seemed, that seemed really cool. Um, and uh, yeah, short hair Zelda. She's cute. Short hair Zelda. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So that, that's about all we know. I'm sure there's I'm sure there's videos on YouTube that explain way more about what has been revealed in the latest uh in the latest trailer that came out months ago. Um but yeah, we have something to look forward to for 2022. 2022. Mm. Cool. 
Alright, thanks for educating me on Zelda. I don't know how much this has more. been education and not just a brain dump. It's okay. <laughs> I mean, why not? Okay, thanks for listening. Bye, everyone. Bye-bye.